Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. We are at full power, although I am dealing with a cold that I brought back from Orlando, the land of the mouse there. I do want to talk a little bit about Walt Disney World technology. And, uh, man, what they've done down there is amazing. They've got a few flaws that I'll bring up, but uh, they've got this new Star Wars land, Bob. You a big Star Wars fan? So Bob's a Star Wars yes, fan. Yes, I'm a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> so we went down there and uh, checked out the new the new Star Wars uh, exhibit, and uh, it is definitely worth the trip. However, there's just so many people, right? And so since there's so many people on this new Star Wars land, they have this technology where you have to get a boarding pass to this Rise of the Resistance ride, which is an amazing ride and worth, well worth seeing. But the problem is you got to get up at like 5 in the morning, now, you're on vacation. Disney's a hard thing as it is to do vacation. The word vacation and Disney really should, they're kind of, ju- they're, they're, they're uh, diametrically opposed as far as I'm concerned. There's a lot of work to do Disney. But uh, you got to get up at like five in the morning, get to the park before it opens, which it opens at seven. In order to get this boarding pass, everyone in your party, so we had seven folks that went down with us, and we all had to get up out of bed early, hop on the bus, get to this park. And then when the park opened at 7, had to be on our phones, all trying to log in and get our boarding pass so that we could actually see this ride. Otherwise, if you didn't get a low number, you weren't even guaranteed to see the exhibit that you wanted to see. And uh, I just found that really awful. <laughs> um, and, and with the amount of people that are there, trying to get a bagel at Disney is like, it's impossible. <laughs> so we're, we're all down there with no coffee, no breakfast. All cranky, trying to get on our phones, and of course I'm a geek, yes, but I'm like I'm not letting, I'm not doing it. I'm letting my kids do it, right? Because if I do something wrong and get a high number, I'll never hear the end of it. So they got us in, and we got we we're able to see this great, this great ride. But oh my goodness! And then they've got these apps, right, where they tell you if the lines are going to be so long or how many minutes they're going to be. Nothing like spending 90 minutes in a line with all you know, million of your friends from around the world. And then the, the ride breaks. Do they think they tell you it breaks? No. Do you think so the app you tells you? Yeah. <laughs> the app would tell you, you'd think. In this one case, you know, pirates broke, and they should have told us, but it didn't. For like a, it went off and went back on, and, and, and we're st- standing around in these lines. It's like these technologies need to be a little more user-friendly, a little more guest-friendly, where, you, where the app should say, look, the ride's broken. Get out of line. Don't waste your time here. Um, but- as far as I'm concerned, Disney's falling apart. I mean, so many, so many of the rides were broken, and you'd end up with lines that would go to 120 minutes because all these rides were broken. 
and the technology, you look in your app and it's like 15 minutes to, for the wait. And then everybody in the park is going to this only ride that's working. And it goes from 15 minutes to like 200 minutes before you know it. <laughs> we're, 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 it just felt like I was a, I don't know, cattle is what I felt like. Um, but of course, I brought back a cold. And, and uh, but the, well, you the, always got to bring back your souvenirs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good trip. And uh, you went away, Bob. You were gone for a few a few uh, yeah. weeks, actually. You went across country, right? Yeah, I went out to uh, Sedona with my lovely wife. Nice. And uh, my son, who's out in California, came out, and they, we spent the week together in S- Sedona. Very nice. We got a nice hotel. Yeah. We got to see lots of stuff. We spent uh, in Cottonwood, Sedona. We went to Prescott. We went to Jerome. Jerome is they have the deepest mine that you know, which I can't even describe it all. Nice. And uh But you yours know, sounds like it was a, a relaxing vacation. Oh, well, you know what? We were physically busy cuz we were hiking every day. Nice. And we were seeing all of the scenery and it was nothing. I mean, because you're so excited about it. It yeah. just gets your adrenaline pumping just seeing all this stuff. And yeah. and it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, I was uh, telling my wife, I says, you know, when we retire, we could do this every day. There it is. There it is, Bob. You got something planned. <laughs> the biggest problem I had out there was, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I've been waking up every uh, morning for like probably 40 years or so Yeah. <laughs> at 5 o'clock. Okay. Oh, but the time change. Okay. I was waking up at 3 o'clock oh, in the morning. <laughs> that's early. That's early. Yeah, and I couldn't get back to sleep. No. <laughs> Well, we're both back and we're here live, so we're going to uh, – let's get to some of the news that's out there these days when it comes to technology news. Um, something here from ZDNet. Here's what will happen to your Windows 7 PC on January 15th, 2020. They're going to give you a f- full-screen warning to Windows 7 users who are still running the, uh, the OS after January 14th. The NAG screen payload is part of the December 10 Patch Tuesday monthly roll-up. So you're going to get a nice full-screen warning of, hey, buddy, you need to upgrade your machine because we're not going to be security patching it um, after the 15th. So it's a nice big warning for you. Uh, Microsoft, anxious for you to go buy a new machine, buy a new operating system, and uh, they want to make sure you're well aware that uh, after that date, no more updates to security. And the problem with that is our recent tensions with Iran, you may find that they already have some exploits that they're aware of with Windows 7 that are not going to be patched. I mean, that's kind of the way state, state uh, terrorism works or cyber, secure, cyber warfare works. You, you know where the holes are. You haven't told Microsoft, hey, guys, we know where some vulnerabilities are. And there's some, some concerns out there that, that PCs are going to be the victims of a cyber ba- back and forth between us and Iran. And I would contend that Windows 7 not being updated is going to be a nice juicy target um, for those folks. Uh, I'm not trying to scare you or anything like that, but it just tends to reason that if they know Microsoft's not patching after the 15th and they're aware of holes that we're not aware of, they might exploit them. Well, just as an FYI, yeah, every website you visit knows what operating system you're running on right. and what browser you're using. Right. So think about that. That's a good point. So what else you got, Bob, in, in the technology okay, world? Okay, I got two uh, articles that I think are pretty good, but this first one really caught my eye. Uh, I got a few articles about similar, but this uh, is from CNET. This yeah. plant-based bacon with uh, bacon, fried chicken, and shrimp will fool any meat eater. Plant-based? What they had a lot of in the uh, at the CES this year, apparently, was 
um, plant-based food. So they had this guy, this uh, place that makes the Impossible Burger. Yeah. Well, this year they came out with the Impossible Chicken. All right. So they've got chicken that you can't tell. Is not chicken. Is not chicken. Right. And this other company that competes with them, they've got plant-based bacon. Yeah. They've got plant-based fried chicken nice. and shrimp and wow. ice cream. I mean, there's all sorts of other companies making this stuff, and they said it's as good as all the meat-based products. But don't they just load it up with um, like coconut oil and stuff like that? Isn't that the biggest ingredient no, in some of this stuff? No, there's a bunch of different ingredients in them, and all of them are really kind of healthy. Mm. But, uh, you know, it may be politically incorrect, but give me my meat. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will be willing to try it. Of course. So yeah. you know. You're open-minded. Yeah. Well, the whole idea behind this uh, meat or not meat is they claim that it takes less resources to produce, huh. and the animals produce less methane. Gotcha. So that's the one thing. Although those of us that are eating the um, food probably produce the same amount of methane. Well, more than likely. <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, well, you just have a bunch of uh, broccoli and see what happens. Yeah, right. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Then the other one, well, I've got others if we don't get calls, but uh, we have calls coming in. Android phone in Lifeline program. Yeah, those I heard are about the Obama. This. Those are the Obama phones. Mm-hmm. Allegedly comes with malware pre-installed. This okay. is allegedly due to malware bites, right? They've done a research on this. Yes, uh, phones provided to low-income families as part of a federal program are allegedly coming with malware already installed. Not only that, the infected software reportedly can't be removed from right. the devices without some consequences. Right. A blog post from Malwarebytes Labs on Wednesday details the malware pre-installed on the UMX U686CL, a budget Android phone provided by Assurance Wireless as part of the U.S. government's Lifeline Assistance Program. Right. The device... Um, were two pieces of malware suspected of being of Chinese origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't be. According to <laughs> Malware Bytes Labs, yeah. both are pre-installed onto the phone. One of the malware apps found on the phones can be removed, but it requires multiple steps that could prevent future phone updates. Right. The other, however, hard codes itself into the settings app, meaning its removal would make the phone useless. Jeez. Sprint, which owns Assurance Wireless, says it doesn't believe the reported apps to be malware. Right. And we deny it all. (laughs) (laughs) We are aware of this issue and are in touch with the device manufacturer, Unimax, to understand the root cause, the company said in a statement mm-hmm. Friday. However, after our initial testing, we do not believe the applications described in the media are malware. Huh. The FCC said Lifeline is a vital program that provides a, a subsidy for voice or broadband service, but doesn't fund hardware or apps. The security of American cell phones is critical, mm-hmm. said an FCC spokesperson in an emailed statement. The FCC urges Lifeline providers to protect consumers from adware and malware. Oh. Malware Lab says it received reports of the malware problems back in October. Jeez. Well, we'll so, see what happens. All right. Yeah. Well, we got that and more for you guys. Feel free to get online. Both Bob and I are here live, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we talk about will be posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. Uh, Mark from Bristol, you'll be up up first, but three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back.
And we are back. And I would be remiss uh, if I didn't bring this up. We're big Rush fans here on Computer Talk with Tab. And uh, Neil Peart has passed. Uh, the drummer, period, um, passed recently. Uh, he lost his battle with brain cancer. And uh, most people had no idea. I had no idea he was battling brain cancer. He died at 67. And uh, we lost an amazing musician in Neil Peart. And, uh, of course, we'll be playing some some Rush Bumpers here uh, during the show. Let's go to your uh, calls. You're going to go to Mark in uh, Bristol. Morning, Mark. What's up? Hi. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. You've already touched on my question here for today. Um, my wife and I are still using two five-year-old uh, top-of-the-line HP desktops with Windows 7 Ultimate installed. Yeah. And now I understand that Microsoft will be ending all support for Windows 7 this Tuesday, January 14th. Yeah. And I know that if I use them for any internet use after that, my machines would be more vulnerable to, you know, security risks and malware and viruses and cyber attacks, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Now, my, my questions are, will my machines be totally unusable for all internet use after Tuesday? Or no. should I try and upgrade both machines to Windows 10, which I hear there's some nightmares trying to do? Or <laughs> would it be just easier and more cost-effective to go out and buy a new PC with Windows 10 Pro installed? Well, um, your machine can be still used. Uh, just be aware of the potential risks that'll that'll get greater as time goes on. All right, so keep that in mind. Um, could you upgrade them? Five years old is right on the edge of where we recommend you bother upgrading. Um, you've gotten your useful life. If you've gotten near six years out of a computer, you've done pretty well. And so we would. Our advice has been four years and under is worth upgrading. Five years and older is not. So replacement would be what we would recommend. Um, for the next, hopefully, you get another you know, five or six years out of the next machine. Um, so that's that's where we would go. We wouldn't tell you to upgrade it because of its age. Uh, the upgrades work okay. I mean, I assume it's a um, 64-bit ultimate version you're running? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if you went out and purchased Windows 10 um, and did the upgrade hour or two later, right, Bob, <laughs> depending on the machine, it could it could work. Um the upgrade or the the software itself is about 180, 190 bucks. Um, so if you wanted to go cheap and try to get some more life out of that machine, you could do that. But it's right on the edge of what we'd recommend uh, worth upgrading. Okay, it looks like I'll be visiting the HP website today and ordering a new machine. All right, Mark. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. All right, so uh, he's got something to do today. Let's go on to our resident groupie, Danny. Hey, Danny. Geez, I'm almost going to be repetitive here with this last caller. Yeah, you're going to get a new computer? Well, I, does, does she need a new computer, my wife? How old is it? She's got an HP she bought in 2011. Mm. We don't do any banking or any bill paying or anything. The only thing that's on there is, you know, like she buys stuff from Amazon or we check our, um, you know, our insurance, our health insurance account, uh, the statements and stuff, but we don't have any billing or anything at all for anything online. Yeah, so I mean, it's an old machine, and so upgrading it doesn't make any sense. Replacement would be the way to go if you decided to do it. Yep. And just understand, over time, the longer you wait, the more vulnerable it will be. But to what, what vulnerability is there with only doing that? I mean, like they can go to Amazon and get our credit card number, or they can hack into our healthcare account, or... Well, I don't know. So that's the problem, right? If I knew that, yeah, I'd be in a different business. I'd be a swami of some kind. Oh, um, I don't know what they're gonna. Carnac. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna be exploiting. Uh-huh. Um, they being the bad guys, right? So this is basically Microsoft saying, "We know we've got 
to upgrade our software. We have to patch it on a regular basis, but yeah. we're not going to do it as of the 15th. Right, right. So any new holes that are found or already known by state-sponsored cyber warfare folks mm-hmm. are going to be exploited. So yeah, they're going to jump right on it. Right. So your machine could, yes, they could have access to your Amazon account, but I don't really think that's their goal. Um, they might they might exploit a hole that has access to your machine to be used as a botnet to attack the Pentagon's computers for all oh, I, I don't know. Want that. I mean I, I mean you could think yeah, the right. sky's the limit as far as what they could do with these mm-hmm. machines, depending on what vulnerability Microsoft has decided not to patch. Now they still might come out and patch later on. Microsoft has already called a, a blinked a little bit and said they're gonna update their Defender product. So their antivirus is going to be updated as of the 15th. But uh, who knows what they're going to do, okay, the bad guys. Go get a new machine. It's time. Yeah. All right, and you get a well, computer, the, too. The only reason we haven't is because there's never been anything wrong with it. No, yeah. There's no need to, you know. I, mean, I agree. The good news with Windows 10 is is that as long as that computer is, is still running, mm-hmm. it's they're going to continue to update it. So until right. the computer actually dies, you won't have to buy another one. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's that's the promise. We'll see. Yeah. Well, there's different flavors of Windows but 10. Is it too old to work with all the Windows 10 programs and drivers yeah. and everything? Yeah, it's too old. Do not do do not try to upgrade it, Danny. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how about Elon Musk? What about him? Oh, he's big pimping. I, I mean, he's what? got 180 satellites in orbit. He's the king of the satellites now. Oh, is he? I, no, I didn't know that. I was I was away, so I'm a little behind on the news. Oh yeah, he's got he's he's the proud owner of more satellites and uh, the largest satellite constellation, wow. including any government or anything of anybody in the world. What could go wrong? Nothing. He's uh, great. All he, right. He's, he's going to save the planet. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that is, he's going to have Internet available uh, later this year. Yep, that could be great. I mean, if there's a way to get discounted costs on Internet that's wireless, yep. fine with me. All right. All right, Danny. Okay, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> or you could get a bump on the head and want a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Elon's done pretty well, though. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. We are live. This is computertalkwithtab.com. Feel, I'm sorry, computertalkwithtab. I'm, I'm all hopped up on gold medicine, so please forgive me. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Four lines wide open for you. Everything we talked about so far is posted live over by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you follow us on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy and lets it into your news feed, it'll get there as well. Actually, that was another thing. I was out there, and I was I was coming down with a cold in Disney, and I just mentioned it. And then we had a moment. We looked through. I was just going scrolling through my newsfeed and looking at Facebook, and what comes up instantly? But cold medicine commercial uh, advertising. And it's just creepy. You know your phone's <laughs> listening to you. I mean, I was showing my wife. I'm like, look at this. I just mentioned. I think I got a cold coming on, and instantly I've got a cold medicine ad. I don't know. That bothers me. Um, so everything's posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. goes over to Facebook as well, uh, if Mark Zuckerberg deems it worthy. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Hey, Bob, before we go to a break, do you have any news you want to bring up to? Sure. <clears throat> you know Lime? Lime. When I was in Austin a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Texas, yeah. I noticed that there were all sorts of providers of these scooters. Okay. So you can get an app on your phone. Lime is one of the providers. All right. Okay. So they do these scooters, and what you do is you bring them up on an app. You see a scooter that's there? Yeah. You bring it up on the app, and it gives you the authorization, you know what I mean? So you can take and run the scooter all over town. Okay. Just using the app. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, there's other other people that, that do it, 
Yeah. And I forget all the names, but the point is- Did I you saw, guys try it? No. I <laughs> have no desire to go on a scooter. If I all wanted right. to go on a scooter, well, no, I didn't, haven't wanted to go on a scooter since I was a kid. All right. All so, right. But the point is, is these electric scooters are running all over the place. They don't yeah. have any- uh, uh, helmets on, and they weave oh. in and out of traffic. It's unbelievable. Oh, gee. But they allow it. But the point is, so Lime has uh, decided it's going to pull scooters out of a dozen cities. It's uh, in 120 cities worldwide. It's going to pull them? It's going to pull it out of 12 cities. Be- and I'm guessing uh, they want to become profitable, and they're going to lay <laughs> off a- <laughs> They want to become profitable, huh? And they're going to lay off 100 workers. Oh, no. And they said they're grateful for the people that uh, have worked for them and supported them, but uh, in the areas where they're not making money, they're going to just pull their scooters until well, that such time sense. that they can make a profit. That generally makes sense. All right, Bob. We're going to be at 11 o'clock. we got three lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC. Feel free to get online during the news. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. we got two lines open for you right now, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Did you get any cool tech over the holidays? I'm just interested in what you guys picked up over the holidays. you get a ring doorbell so that everybody in the planet can look to see who's uh, coming to your door? <laughs> I guess uh, the folks at Amazon fired four guys who were for four employees who were kind of logging into people's Ring accounts and checking them out. Well, I saw an article where Microsoft employees uh, got fired for, uh, I think they got fired for, I didn't print the article, for mm-hmm. uh, watching uh, videos on Skype, intercepting oh, Skype geez. videos. Yeah. So these cloudy guys. You know, they, it's all safe and secure on their cloud as long as they can keep looking at it. I've noticed <laughs> that the new laptops are all putting little doors on the uh, cameras yeah. now so you can close, close them off. Them. Yep. Yeah, in the old days we used tape, right? Yeah, we used tape. Because <laughs> who knows who's looking. Uh, let's go to Rich in Glastonbury first. Good morning, Rich. Yeah, hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I really sure. enjoy your show. Thanks. Uh, I got a Windows 7 question. Yeah. I think I know the answer to it, but I'm kind of shooting here in the dark. Um, I have a, a Dell Inspiron computer with the Intel Core i5. Mm-hmm. And, uh, nice. It's about five years old, but I don't really use it as a laptop. It sits on top of the desk, so it doesn't get the abuse a regular laptop would get. Okay. Um, I read, and I could have read this incorrectly, that if someone has office professional i know that's separate from the off operating system yeah but i have the key code to um download office professional and the way i read the article i thought it said that it would continue um microsoft would continue um updates to the windows 7 if there's an office professional on the system mm. and nope I, no, I didn't, okay. I never heard that before. They'll update the Office, but they won't update the OS. Right. Okay. So if it's a current version of Office, uh, you know, 2016 Office, uh, 2019, that probably will get updates, but not the operating system. They're not going to do you any favors. Now, you can buy a, an, extend, an extension. Um, businesses can buy an extension. Uh, to, I think it's, I don't know, 25 or 30 bucks where you can buy an extension to support um, Windows 7 further, if you wish. 
but uh, I wouldn't bother doing that. You, you mean the uh, the office to extend it? No, the operating system. Believe it or not, Microsoft will sell you a way to extend your support. Um, you'll be able to do it for X number of years. I don't have it off the top of my head, um, but uh, you, know, you can buy it, I think, for the next four or five years. It's 25 or 30 bucks the first year. It's probably 50 bucks the second year, 100 bucks the third year. It goes up exponentially. Um, and generally, it's made available to businesses that are stuck because there's a lot of applications that work with, uh, let's say, clinical machines like ophthalmology machines or even manufacturing machines, other they're, they're multi-access milling machines where you're running Windows 7-based systems and you just can't bring yourself to spend $100,000 to upgrade this machine just because Microsoft has deemed Windows 7 obsolete. How would somebody get the information on that? I can put a link up there as far as how ex- extending support for Windows 7 on our computertalkwithtab.com. Yeah, because I use my computer for both business and personal, and that could be an alternative to upgrading to Windows 10. Yeah, it could be. So that, that would include security patches also in yeah. Windows Seven could continue being used. Yep, it'll depend on the on the operating system. Uh, the uh, the article will probably have enough information to describe it for you. Yeah, because I have Home Edition on this uh, on this computer. I'm not going to hold your breath on Home. I don't think it's going to support Home. Okay. Yeah. And the other question I have is, um, with the Windows 10, which version do you recommend? They have several different versions available. Well, there's the the versions that are out there are very confusing, right? So I think there's 1903. There's all sorts of different flavors of Windows 10 out there. But you're talking about Pro or Home? Is that the version you're talking about, or the the numbered versions? Uh, I I don't know. I was leaning more toward the Pro. Okay, yeah, the Pro is a is a good business grade operating system designed for more security. Uh, it'll work with a domain. Um, so if you if you use your machine for business, I would definitely consider Pro. Okay. And otherwise, one of the other Windows 10 would work fine? Yeah, Windows 10 Home would work fine. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I want to I wanna thank you. Been, yeah. Uh, you know, as always, uh, very helpful. I'll put a link up there for you, Rich, on the article I was talking about. Okay, thanks. You Have got a good it, sir. day. You too. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to uh, Zig in Wilmington, North Carolina. Morning, Zig. What's up? Hey. Uh, a lot of Windows 10's questions, and... Uh, my wake-up was when I tried to put on uh, TurboTax for uh, uh, last year for the taxes, and uh, you get all sort, sorts of uh, warning screens on there. Mm-hmm. So my specific question is, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do an upgrade to the Windows 10 Home. Uh, what do you suggest in the way of doing backup files? I understand that they're supposed to be, uh, my files, personal files still should be available, but uh, if yeah. I needed a backup, what do you suggest along that line? Which which tool would I use? Is that uh, what you're asking? No, whether I should bother to back up or not. Yes. Uh, how successful are the, is upgrading and losing some files? And well, uh, always assume the worst. So in my business, we assume Murphy will strike. If you know Murphy at all, yeah, um, he's going to strike. So always back up your stuff before you do anything major like an operating system upgrade. So you can use a Cronus. You can use. Uh, uh, to do backup, which is another backup technology out there that I use all the time, um, it's very inexpensive software, and at least you have a way to restore should things go poorly. And if and things do go poorly, right, Bob? I mean, when you do an upgrade from Windows Seven to Windows Ten, of which we've done literally thousands this year uh, for our client base, it can go poorly sometimes. Oh man! <laughs> uh, okay, I got the message on that. Uh, one other question is. Uh, 
a lot of these uh, uh, Excel and, and Word, and some of these are going to subscription-only programs. Is that correct? Or, no. Is there a way to get around that or not? There is a way to get around that. Uh, you can buy the full version of Office um, 2019. You do not need to buy the subscription that you, you can choose. Um, you just got to go find it, right? So if you go and just buy the $300 Office Home and Business 2019, it'll run for the next six, seven years, right? It's Word, Excel. You don't need to upgrade it all the time. Um, versus renting it for X number of dollars per per uh, machine per month. Okay, great. And that and that's, of course, uh, good for Windows 10. Yep, it'll work fine under Windows 10 and, believe it or not, Windows 7 as well. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, maybe it won't work under Windows 7, Bob. 2019, does that work under Windows 7? I don't know. Uh, I not. think it will. You think so? Yeah, I think it will work. But, you know, why would you want to waste no, right. no, I know. <laughs> the money? Because yeah. once you put it on, if it's the consumer edition, yeah. you know, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, uh, when I upgrade to Windows 10, yep. will I have access to my other uh, Excel, existing Excel files, or do yeah. I need to go out and buy this uh, full office upgrade at this time? When you upgrade the, the software, it should keep all your software, where if the upgrade goes smoothly to Windows 10, you should be able to operate your Office Suite as it looked before, correct, Bob? You've done numerous of these. Yeah, generally, if you do an upgrade, and right. let's assume that the upgrade goes flawlessly. Right. Okay. Which happens once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, if it goes flawlessly, yeah, your computer will look pretty much the same except for the taskbar. Right. So uh, the, all your programs should work the same. Everything should be worked the same. Your permissions pretty much will be the same. So, you know, when it works, it, it works. works well. Yeah. How old is the machine, Zig? Uh, just a couple of years, and it's one of these uh, Lenovo's that has that uh, full system backup on, like, a partition Q drive or something to that. Yeah, but that's Windows 7. So that, 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 that becomes useless after this yep. upgrade. Yep, it does. Yeah, but I, I looked at the uh, what they call for the specifications of this thing, and uh, seemed to have three times more. Uh, maybe I got the same speed, but I got three times more of the RAM or multiple times more of the hard, hard drive disk. supply. If, so I thought it'd be okay with the upgrade. Yeah, probably. No, yeah. Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. this machine is two years old. It's probably worth doing the upgrade. Yes. Number one. Yeah. And number two, you may be able to get an updated version of the uh, restore. To Windows 10 from Lenovo. Oh, you oh. have to check on that from their website. If that exists, that'd be great. Yeah. Because it's so young, Bob's thinking there might be a way to do that. Yeah, yeah well, they, they may still have talk an update to me all the time. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. You guys are good. I followed you up there years ago, and now I follow you down here uh, on an as-need basis, and certainly this was an as-need basis today. Well, good luck, sir. Okay, thank you Thanks. very much. You got it. Good job. Yep, thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Richard, Dan, and Chris, hang on. One line open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. All the lines are all jammed up, and let's get right to your calls. Uh, nice of you guys to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Dan in Windsor next. Hey, Dan. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, I enjoy your show. Unfortunately, I don't get to listen to it as much as I'd like to. Uh, my question is, um, 
first of all, I've got uh, a real old computer that uh, I bought from a friend of a friend. It's a uh, refurbished uh, uh, 7 Pro. Okay. And um, I really don't need it for, I don't do it, uh, use online banking. Uh, the only thing I need to do uh, is once in a while buy airline tickets or rarely an online purchase. Okay. Uh, to back up a bit, though, I thought it was just my computer because it's so old. Um, sites like Kayak would take forever and ever to you know, come online, the spinning wheel. Yeah. And I switched to Chrome. Yeah, much better, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like night and day. Yeah. So that leads to my uh, real question, um, it, because I really just need it for the, t the, you know, the email, stuff like that. And why can't I just, could I just get a Chrome instead? A Chromebook? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Okay. If that's all you're using it for, mm -hmm. um, and you're not using it for any other kind of programming or or editing of pictures or doing anything else. Right. Uh, if it's just browser-based stuff, yes, you could just use a Chromebook. Okay. And I'd still be able to, with a Chrome machine, I'd still be able to hook it to a printer, something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how about security? Uh, what would I need uh, for security with uh, Chrome? Well, you'd get maybe a, a web root or an ESET um, antivirus for the, for the browser. ESET. Okay. And um, and one other question is, is that uh, so uh, I've got I've also have Frontier which uh, I had some results with them lately I wasn't really happy mm -hmm. uh, so I have an uh, SBCGlobal.net email address Wow Yeah right so if I switched it to another um, you know, my code and then whatever the, I switch to. Yeah. So what happens to all the sites that send me message and stuff on my sbcglobal.net? Well, you'll have to tell sbcglobal.net, that mailbox, to forward it oh. to your new mailbox. Oh, okay. Eventually that forwarding will, will die, right? Eventually mm -hmm. sbcglobal.net will go away. Okay. But that's all you really have to do. Um, it'll forward it to your new mailbox. Okay. And as far as uh, switching from Frontier, living in Windsor, I don't have that uh, availability of the, the stuff you're talking about in West Hartford. Yeah. So uh, so what would I just have to go with uh, whatever I got here, Comcast or something? Yeah. Are you, is, it just, is it just you, Dan, or how many people yeah, are? Yeah, just me. Yeah, so 25 megabit cable uh, internet is all you need, really. Okay. Um, and they're probably not even going to offer it. That's that slow. Even uh, if they give it to you for you know fifty megabit, that'll be plenty for you. Yeah. Okay. And you can do your streaming if you want to do that. On with, so no no TV is necessary. Just twenty five to fifty megabit of cable, and you'll be a happy man. Okay. And that twenty five uh, meg uh, would uh, I'd be able to use something like Netflix? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Okay great. Yeah. Hey well great I I really appreciate your help. Sure. And I like I said enjoy your show. All right Dan. All right, talk, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to go on to Chris in Watertown. What's up, Chris? Yes. What can I do for Hello. you, sir? Yeah. Um, kind of a two-part question. I have a uh, three-year, roughly three-year-old Lenovo ThinkPad yeah. that um, had a hardware issue. Okay. So I brought it down to my local computer guy. And it was the on-off button. Sure. Which 
he tells me is integral in the motherboard. Oh, boy. So um, he soldered it and replaced it and made no guarantees on how long it would last, of course. Right. Um, subsequently, I went out. I got a Samsung external hard drive. I packed up the computer for the Samsung, and the on-off switch is no longer working. Oh, boy. Um, it's, it's an i7 with a uh, solid-state hard drive. Oh, nice is machine. It worth, is, it, is it worth resurrecting? How old is it? My first question. Uh, a little under three years. Oh, gee, a little under three years. That's too bad that it died so quickly. Yeah. Um, I would say it's worth it. Yeah, it's an i7 solid-state drive. How much RAM? Uh, 8 megs of RAM. 8, eight, eight gigs. gigs of RAM. Yeah. yeah. Since that's a ThinkPad, mm-hmm. and it's just you said it's just under three years old or just over yeah, three? Yeah, just under. Okay. It may be a model that has a three-year warranty. Did you check that, Pete? Did you go to the Lenovo site to see if it was still under warranty? Your guy should have done that for you, by the way. Um, but if he didn't and just soldered the thing on there, he might have voided your warranty if there was one. Um, That's true, too. Yeah. Yeah, but check the warranty status. So go to Lenovo's site, put in your serial number, and uh, see if it's still under warranty. Because either laptops come with a one-year warranty or they can come with extended warranties, depending on and, what you bought. Uh, Lenovo has an app that you can open up. Uh, it's a Lenovo app, and it'll actually tell you if it's still under warranty. So you don't have to even have to go out to the website. You can just open up okay. the app. Yeah, so check it's that. Actually, I've since purchased the second Lenovo laptop. Okay. Um, and my question now is, what's the best way to reinstall what I packed up onto the Samsung external hard drive onto the new laptop. Well, you can't copy it. you got to reload this, the applications. So having the data is great off on the external hard drive, but you got to go ahead and download or find the disks or whatever you're going to do for software to reload on the, the new computer. You just can't copy it back over. You just can't copy it back over? Not, not applications. You can do data all day long, but not applications. Even though it has all the same applications. Uh huh. Unless you want to call do something called an image. If you have an image of the machine and the machine is a similar make and model, you could re-image it um, to look like it did. If it's the exact same make and model, that could work pretty well. But I doubt you did an image. Um, actually, I have the the I pay for the Office three sixty five. Okay, then that should be an easy download. So I should be able to to log into your account. That yeah, yeah, and lo- then and then just drag stuff over. That should work. Yeah, you should be able to log into your account online and uh, get the software back on the machine through that for Office three sixty five. That shouldn't be a big deal. Okay. Any other applications that you're talking about? Uh, off the top of my head. I don't believe so. Oh. Oh, um, yeah. So just Adobe Acrobat. Adobe Acrobat, just the reader or the full software? No, the full software. So that, again, if you downloaded it, you would have to have the key. And, well, and if it's a fairly, if it's within the last five years, you got 
an account, an Adobe account. Right. So yes. you can always log in and reinstall it. Yes. So that should That's be no big deal. Okay. So I install those, and I can just drag and drop everything else. Your data, yep. Any of your yeah. Word documents, your Excel documents, your PDFs, yep. Just copy that back over. I'm surprised you went with another Lenovo, considering the trouble you had with the first one. <laughs> I thought about that after the fact. <laughs> All right, Chris. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for your time. You're welcome, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Yeah, I tend to not be so forgiving. Um, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. So three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Feel free to get online during the news. Everything we've talked about has been posted by Mike G. Live uh, over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us on Facebook, book, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy, it might get into your news feed. Also, if you just say you've got a cold, that'll get in your news feed too. Or broccoli, now it's in my, my news feed as well. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> Everything can get in your news feed. All you got to do is say it. Your phone is listening. Um, so feel free to get online during the news and uh, take ch- check out all the links we have out there for you so you don't have to figure them out yourself. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 